Welcome to the SPT Advice Series, where we are recapping advice from past guests to help you on your journey through PT school. And we'd love to hear from you after tuning into this episode, what piece of advice resonated most with you? So go ahead, tag, share, and connect with others in the PT community. Looking for a gift for a friend, classmate, professor, co-host of a podcast, or really anyone? Physio Memes got your back with apparel, drinkware, and home decor. And if you go to physiomemes.com, you can get a 20% off coupon with the code gratitude, spelled G-R-A-D-I-T-U-D-E-2020. And don't forget to check out his social media for a good study break laugh. As always, make life humorous. So I would really encourage everybody in this pandemic, um, you know, feeling locked in and cooped up. This is a really, really good time. Instead of having productivity guilt is look, because you might be able to work on something. Maybe you can launch your own business or your own brand right now, but is it the right time or thing for you to do? Maybe this would be a good time for you to pursue some of these personal enrichment things that you've always wanted to do. Uh, And it would be a great regret if you didn't right now, you know, like I'm picking up the guitar again, you know, I, I bought, a, a tournament grade chess set because chess was something I've always wanted to learn. And I've always been awful at, you know, <laughs> and, um, you know, stuff like that, you know, maybe, maybe you want to get into, uh, you know, cooking. Uh, maybe you want to stay away from bread making right now, <laughs> you know, whatever the case is, this is a good time to work on you, you know, to read some books, to listen to podcasts, to, to exercise, you know, intentionally, not just because you have nothing else to do, but to work on some of these things, um, I, I really recommend a lot of people to, to work on public speaking right now. It's a perfect time. Everybody's relegated to the Zoom thing or, or any kind of video chat. Now is a very good time to practice some of these skills. Uh, you know, I even mentioned it in the white paper uh, that we published at Doctor Digital Appointments. You know, everybody's shifting to that. Uh, it's a whole other setting for clinicians. We were never taught in school how to engage with a patient in this medium uh, because it's an etiquette that we weren't taught, right? And, and we don't know how to do distance examinations or to do subjectives in this fashion because we're so used to looking at physical uh, cues of body language and stuff, you know? And now I have to pay that much more to intonations and different types of, of very like microfacial posturings that somebody might do on screen because somebody might only be in this part of the screen because they're holding things in a portrait view. So, you know, again, long-winded way of me saying, you know, professional production guilt, um, feeling like you should be doing something, doing something just for the sake of doing something is a great way of wasting your energy. You know, uh, there, there's so much to be said about rest. And I think this is a very good time to do it. I would say my, my, my biggest piece of advice is to have dual set goals. Um, you know, I, I struggled, I mean, struggled in undergrad. Uh, this is no secret. Um, it's out there somewhere, like multiple channels, you know, whether it's blogs, interviews, podcasts, webinars. Uh, I graduated um, as like a delayed fifth and a half year from UCSD with a 2.8 GPA. Pretty much unconsiderable for graduate school these days. Thankfully, my faculty at, at Zuzu Pacific took a bet on me. Uh, I actually ended up graduating. I'm looking at my cords right here. I graduated with honors um, and twice. Second time with the distinction, which is another version of honors. Uh, depending on your institution with the MBA. So I'm not saying that to brag. What I'm saying is you have to have two parallel goals as a student. And it took me only until graduate school for me to figure out how to do that correctly. You do it this way. One, get through the now. Two, focus on the end goal. And it's very much like a runner would, like a cross country runner. If you have to like get over a hill, that hill is going to suck. 
but I choose to run because I know it's a better exercise uh, for what I'm trying to, to, to do and develop physically. Um, and so certain courses, certain times, certain exam weeks are going to feel like that uphill run where you feel like I would be faster walking backwards on this thing. But you have to choose to face forward because we tend to go where we look, right? And you're kind of blind if you're walking backwards because that's really a moment of retreat um, and, and resignation. So focus on the here and now and, and what you have to do to get through it. Um, be laser focused on that. But as you lose momentum, as you lose spirit, as you lose um, motivation, which everyone does, and it's normal, I think it's very easy, especially in the, um, the Instagram influencer age to see only the highlights of somebody's life and be like, Oh my gosh, they have it so together. Like, how are they so put together? They're up at 5am working out. They're doing meditation. They're reading at night until 1am. They have 30 podcasts, hundred blogs and like 50,000 subscribers. Look at me. I have like no subscribers. I don't even have a website. I don't know what I'm doing with my life. I'm worthless. Like you, you get down this, this route. And, and you have to really remember what your end goal is in those moments. And that's why I mean parallel tracks. Like I know in my runs that in the moment, that hill's gonna suck. But I also know I'm gonna go home and I'm gonna be able to eat a fantastic meal and enjoy family time after that run. And so you have to have that, those two pieces in mind of what's my immediate destination, but we'll also we mentioned this, this also where's my true north. So your true north, for the moment is going to be graduation. What are the, 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 the do or die steps you have to take to graduate? Um, but then also looking past that, like how in this pathway, can you also keep a track of, of, of a meaningful career path? You know, how do you develop your, your resume and your personal brand as a student? And you don't need to have a podcast or, or a YouTube channel or, or huge uh, Facebook following or, or like a humorous Twitter handle or something like that. You don't need to have the world's best PT Tumblr or Pinterest. Like you just have to, you have to be you and know who you are and know your value uh, and be able to put that both on paper, but also, you know, there's going to be a lot of job interviews that are going to look like this or already has been since pre pandemic, you know, pre lockdown. So have all those things in mind, but if you if push comes to shove, make it over the next hill. From there, take a look around, take a breath, do some of that self-care, you know, and, and, and that's what I did in, in PT school was every single Friday, I would drive down from Los Angeles, you know, rain, traffic, end of the world. I'd make it back home and I'd find myself surfing Saturday morning just because that's what I needed to do for self-care. Um, and I would spend almost all of Saturdays just resting. And then I would drive back on Sunday and uh, I think I would study for two or three hours on Sunday but then I would really pack most of my studying on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. You know, so when you have that kind of certainty, certainty is a great healer for anxiety. And as a student, you have so much anxiety. So if you create certain certainty touch points within your week, that's going to help you tremendously. After listening to this episode, there's so many students out there who are going to be like, I need to message Ben Fung. Where do I find where he's at? Because I have so many things that I want to talk about. So where can uh, people find you on social media? The best place to find you. So best place to find me, all my handles are at Dr. Ben Fung. So it's just D-R-B-E-N-F-U-N-G. Um, but most of my content you can find at updocmedia.com. So it's just updoc, like what's up doc? So U-P-D-O-C, media.com. Um, and as a student, uh, if you just look into our blog or just Google it, I think you can Google updocmedia.com. Uh, ultimate student resource collection. 
Um, you'll see it there. I think it was like a 2016 ish post. So it was pretty old. We've since updated it repeatedly. We kept the URL the same for SEO purposes. Um, but there's a whole collection in there of stuff for students. There's negotiation, uh, blogs, there's, you know, free this and free that, um, the job market pulse is in there, which is one of our most popular reports at UpDoc media that uh, shows you by zip code, specialty experience and profession, uh, what normal pay, normal pay, then air quote is uh, for you in your area to, you know, craft your resume, how to interview, so much of those things there. So just look for it there at docmedia.com and, and search for the ultimate student resource collection. Um, you can even text me. I put it out there. Uh, 470-BEN-FUNG is my, my mobile number. That's my business line. Uh, it goes right here. I get it. <laughs> and I will respond. People get shocked, but I will respond. Um, and, you know, ben at updoc.com also if you want to email. Uh, but on social, it's just all docbenfung. And uh, don't be shy. For every single PT student listening right now, what I want you to do is calculate the cost of your entire tuition, calculate how much each credit costs, how much each class costs, how much each hour of that class that you're spending, and then that's going to make you really grasp how valuable that time is. And you shouldn't settle for anything less when you step out into the world. Because if you're making less than that per hour, that's just how much time that you're going to have to work extra to make up for that education. So you really, really have to value your time and opportunities. Taking advantage of really opportunities is great, but the harder skill to practice is knowing when to say no and saying yes way less than you say no. No, yes. I, yes, I you got it right. You got <laughs> Don't it. say yes to too many things, guys. Do not say <laughs> yeah. yes to too many things. You really have to value your time. And that is, it is such an important resource that even the three of us were constantly trying to balance it. Um, guilty as charged. I don't always value it, but it's like I, I started recording all my time now. So I record everything that I do so that I can reflect on my time because. As PTs, right? You can't manage what you don't measure. So I need to measure my time now because that is how much I value it because I want to improve my time, how I'm spending my time so that I'm more efficient. That was an ama a major point. So calculate how much your tuition costs. How much are you sitting in class and paying per minute or yeah, per hour? You're paying, you know? It's like you're, you're sitting there and you're paying. So you better be digesting it. You better be making the most of it, value it. And we did that. I mean, we, we calculated it because I remember we were sitting in the summer class that I did not like, and I was pissed. So I calculated how much per hour is this class costing me? And that's when I was like, okay, this, this education is expensive, but we're going to make the most out of this education. And the sky, not even the sky, there is no limit when you go out, you step out and you do, you do your own thing in PT. So I think everyone listening has a passion project in mind and the needle can move slow. We've talked a lot about the needle. We've talked a lot about the purpose, but identify your purpose and that purpose is going to fuel your passion project. And as long as you're pushing the needle on your passion project, you're doing the right thing. And don't always look at it in the short term. Think 10 minutes a day on your passion project. Well, that's over an hour 
and that's over an hour a week, that's almost five hours a month. So as long as you just are constantly measuring what you're doing and you're using your time wisely, you're gonna accomplish the things that you wanna do. I would want to ask the last question, but you just answered it, but I'm gonna ask it anyway. Let's hear it. <laughs> Uh, besides all the advice you already gave, what is one biggest piece of advice for a current SPT? Current SPT. And I will try to name off a lot of stuff that we've talked about as a recap and, and even give more. So it's enjoy the ride, be present. I know things are crazy during this pandemic and you're having to adjust, you're having to adapt to the learning process, but trust me, you rather be a student right now going through this than being a new business owner right now or being a lot of PTs that they did just graduate, they did just take a job or they just got laid off. Like you gotta find the positives in this pandemic right now because as a student, at least for the most part, at least your education is going to be a little bit more solidified than maybe a lot of PTs jobs out there. So adapt respond to this pandemic and have a damn good game plan for what you're going to do that you're going to survive this when you are done school. So be present, adapt to the, the changing landscape, and then just, just be a sponge. I always tell every single student, be a sponge, squeeze in what you like and hold on to that, squeeze out what you don't like, but be respectful. And uh, you got a lot of time on your hands. I know you do. So find your passion project. Don't settle for anything less. Really value your time. Put a number on your time. And then that's going to make you say no a lot more compared to yes. It's a very opportune time right now. And I just think the ones that adapt to it, the ones that they, they manage with it and they figure out versus waiting for things to go back to normal, those are going to be the ones that do well. So you can, you can do anything that you put your mind to. Again, just purpose and a plan. Yes, so anything at the Prehab Guys, uh, Instagram, YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, LinkedIn. Uh, you, can, you can connect with us on our website. I'll give you guys my email. You can add to the show notes. I'm happy to answer any and all questions. And that's honestly what matters the most. And so for all the students listening, what piece of advice would you have for them during COVID right now? Like current PT students going through school during COVID. I would say don't worry about not getting the hands-on experience because there's plenty of time to catch up with that after school. And, you know, I don't know if that relieves a little bit of stress, but just focus on getting all that book information, you know, learn, learn your anatomy very well, especially if you're going into outpatient. And then everything you learn in the clinic after that can be based on, on that book work. You know, the hands-on will always come later and there's plenty of time to learn those techniques out of school. Anything you would say, Jay? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's, it's, it's a really tough time, right? Um, I can't even fathom going through what you guys are going through. You know, it's a, it's a brand new world. And, and you know, again, they, it's such a tough time to learn because, you know, we're, we're, we're a hands-on profession. You know, at the, at the end of the day, um, just kind of what Randall said, it, it, you know, you will catch up. There, there's going to be opportunity for you to, to do that. 
And so hopefully it shouldn't be stressful from that standpoint. The, the thing I would tell you is if you're getting, just getting ready to graduate and getting out in that workforce, just realize that, you know, um, it's just a crazy world out there right now. You know, um, even in outpatient clinics, people are, you know, everyone's got PPE on, they've got face shields on, you know, your mask, you're, you're washing your hands after every patient, you're wiping stuff down. I mean, it's a, it's a little bit different than where we were about a year ago, um, where you just came in, saw a patient, maybe wiped the table down after and then rolled on to the next one, you know. Um, so, you know, just be ready for that, um, you know, and, and just realize that the clinic or hospital you, you go to, they may be leveraging more of that virtual um, space right now. Um, and although it's not ideal totally yet, and, um, you know, that just try and find a way, see if you can make a connection with that patient and see if you can get them to that, um, you know, to, you know, right that wrong in their life. And hopefully, um, you know, you'll get them to that, that, that spot where they want to be in and they're, they're a little bit more functional at, um, thanks to your help. And for those who are listening right now and want to reach out, want to reach out to you, where can they find you on social media? Yeah, uh, uh, Instagram, we are Jet Set Rehab Ed. And uh, on, we're on Facebook, Jet Set Rehab Education. And Twitter, Jet Set Education. What piece of advice would you have for the SVTs listening in today? Um, what piece of advice would I have for them? Uh, first off, I would say it's a beautiful day to boss up. So if you're listening to this and you're thinking, damn, that was dope. I, I enjoyed this episode. You know, I, I love the value that um, that was brought, you know, or, or you just, those gears are starting to turn in your head and you're thinking about being able to, you know, go out and, and do something, but you're like, ah, oh, I'm going to start next week or, you know, I'm going to start next month. I got a couple other projects I'm working on, whatever the case may be. It's a beautiful day to boss up. It's a perfect day to boss up. So, you know, start today. You know, even if it's something small, you know, if you want to start a blog and you just sign up, like you just get your email signed up for it, it's something, you know what I mean? Um, I think you should just focus on not trying to do everything at once. I think when you focus on the bigger picture, a lot of the time you can overwhelm yourself and that a good majority of the time will hinder us from actually going after the thing that we want to do you know little things here and there eventually build up to massive results so if you want to lose weight and you walk a mile and a half every day eventually you're going to be able to you know walk two miles three miles four miles you know and that's going to lead to you being able to lose that weight you know there's so many different analogies you could use to plug that but i think this is also perfect just for anything you want to do. If you want to create a business, if you want to create a brand, if you want to create a podcast, start small, you know, start small and focus on something that you can do consistently. Because if you can do something small consistently, you're going to be able to do big things consistently. And at the end of the day, the last thing that I'll say to you is, Yes, there are other businesses out there. Yes, there are other podcasts out there. Yes, there are other blogs out there. But there's only one you. 
And what you have to bring to the world is unique. So whatever it is that you want to do, do it. It's a beautiful day to boss up. So boss up. Mic drop moment there. <laughs> that was incredible. And thank you for, for saying that because so many students needed to hear that right now. And for pre-PTs listening, if you're about to start school, start now and just keep going. Um, and don't, don't think you have to be in, in this box that school may give you or, you know, other people are telling you, like, get out of, get out of the box of the norm. And it's okay to be different and branch out because whatever your skill set is, that's what's going to make you so unique and so um, valuable to, to the market. And so I think that's another big thing. Just, just go for it. Ditto. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Go for it, guys. Um, and for the students who want to reach out to you, Carl, where is the best place? Yeah, for anyone who wants to reach out to me, um, it's, it's pretty universal, you know, on if you're on Twitter or Instagram, just at Born to Prosper, so my last name, uh, B-O-U-R-N-E, the number two, and then the word Prosper, P-R-O-S-P-E-R, and um, I'm just Carl Bourne Jr. on Facebook. So, you know, whichever, whichever platform you want to use, those are all the ways you can get in contact with me. One piece of advice you have. This is a very general question for a reason. Yeah, yeah. No, I think it would be, and I'm just sharing this actually from experience because I feel like I lost this recently, is just to keep your vision of what you want for your life. You know, whether that means you need to, I'm, I need to listen to myself right now. So, <laughs> but whether that means you need to wake up and like journal that every day, or you just, maybe you even need to like try something out to figure out what it is you want. Um, I feel like, and this is totally just personal experience where I've been in life, like just with so many changes, like there was a time recently I was like I don't even know what I actually want which might sound weird listening to my story right now but you still hit these roads even when you think you're figuring it out um but I think if you're sitting there and you're like things are weird they're off like they're not normal right now but if you can stick as true to what you can do now in this moment um to work towards what you want and just you know and stay true to that and and show up to that every day um I think that will help us as we all work through this together until things are, you know, a little more normal. Take, I guess, advantage, I don't know what the right word is, of all the growth that is potentially happening right now and figuring out, you know, what what you want from life, what it's going to look like. Because um, I think this whole COVID time has been such a, like you were just alluding to, opening time of like really figuring out what we want. As painful as it might be or not as fun, it's, it has allowed us to grow a lot, I think, you know, collectively and individually, so... I would agree with you there. And if you have people who want to reach out to you, where can they reach out to you and ask you more? Yeah. Yeah. Best place would be on my Instagram, which is Kristen, K-R-I-S-T-E-N underscore run your life. Uh, reach out to me there or um, my personal Facebook page, Kristen, I just spelt it Schultz, S-C-H-U-L-Z. Honestly, like normal, you know, Facebook friend request. Um, also, I have a podcast. So if you're into running, entrepreneurship, you know, business owner, and also PT, I interview a lot of PTs. Um, it's called Breaking Five, a running podcast. Um, it's all about becoming better in all those areas I just mentioned, which is, you know, running, entrepreneurship, and as a PT, really what it's evolving into. So you can also find me there. I just wanted to like put out there too, like, 
because I was sharing this with them beforehand. So I've, I feel like I've said this to PTs before, but I've said to people before where I wish I would have done run coaching when I was in, um, when I was in school, like I was like, this is a skill I had because I did have this skill when I was in school. So whether that is run coaching, like let's say you did, you ran or you have an interest in it, like whether it is run coaching or, you know, just doing some strength training programming for people, like, I literally could have paid off my loans doing that. I know I could have in school. And that is definitely one thing. It never crossed my mind or had that opportunity even really online then, but that I wish not, I wish I would have done now looking back, that would have been a really good opportunity. So just throwing that out there, consider that as a route that you can go while you're in school to, to pay off your loans. (laughs) Go listen to Kristen, everybody like (laughs) actually, you know, take action on a lot of the tips that are being given in this podcast, not just today, but in general, there are so many amazing tips. You guys do have options to make money without selling your weekends to bartending or whatever it may be. And so we appreciate you coming on here to point that out too. Cause I did want to talk about that. I know we kind of, we went all over the place, but that was really good. <laughs> no, I just want to make sure to say that, but yeah, feel free to reach out if you do have any questions about that for sure. So what advice would you give to PT students right now. The fear was that it wouldn't work, but like if I choose not to do it, then it 100% doesn't work. So I didn't even give myself a chance, you know, and any that's anything like with that fear of failure, like what if it doesn't work? What if this happens? If you choose not to do it, you're 100% guaranteeing that that happens. So, you know, going for it, you you're giving yourself a chance for for the dream that like you literally can't sleep at night cuz you think about it. Like that's some of the things in my life is like I cannot even go to sleep because I'm thinking about this all the time. Like, why would I give that up? And why would I just like give away any chance of making that happen? I knew that I wasn't in order for me to feel fully confident and to kind of step into that role as like, this is what I'm doing and I'm owning it. Like I needed to admit it out loud and I needed to just say, say it to other people. So it's just the doing it's the action. Like that's how you overcome a fear is by doing what scares you. So I said it out loud. I said it to the person that it scared me to tell um, it scares me that it, you know, won't work, but I did it anyway. So that's how you overcome the fear is by, by doing it. And just when you don't have the confidence, it's depending on your courage to overcome that fears. I think my biggest advice would be to give yourself time outside of, to give yourself time and focus and energy outside of the books and outside of your tests to figure out what you really want after you graduate and to learn more about your profession and the career itself that you're going into and, um, you know, learn other skills outside of becoming a good physical therapist. Because I think if you're so focused during school on your grades and you feel like you can't do anything else besides, even if it's like the only thing you give yourself time for is to work out. That's great. But like, I think having that time to just like explore opportunities that you can have and to really figure out and take the time to figure out what you want your life to look like, not just your job, not just the kind of physical therapist you want to be, but what do you want your life and your career to look like after you graduate? And just like, give yourself time to like vision that, envision that, to dream of that and to explore opportunities that are going to help you achieve that. Um, as opposed to having this tunnel vision of like, I'm just going to graduate as a PT. I'm going to apply for this job. Da, da, da. And then you get there and you realize it's not everything you wanted because you didn't even give yourself a chance to see if 
what else there was or what, what your career would look like with that. So just take the time to learn from other people who have done it, to listen to podcasts. To, that's literally what I did. I just, I listened to podcasts. I took courses. I had mentors and I just took in so much information and so many perspectives of, you know, their careers and what the, op I learned about the opportunities. If I wouldn't have done that, I wouldn't have even known that cash PT was a thing. I wouldn't have even known being an entrepreneur as a physical therapist was possible because that's just not talked about within the school system. So give yourself a chance to just look around and like meet and network with new people and learn about the opportunities. So you have a clear vision of what you want your life to look like. It's not all about the job. It's what do you want your life to look like with that job in it? Thank you for sharing, Logan. That, that was amazing today. We appreciate it. Um, and for everyone listening who wants to get in touch with you, how can they reach out to you? Where should they be looking? So <sighs> I'm trying to think of the best like page to give you. I would say kind of in this sense, um, the best place to reach out to me is my Instagram page at doclogan.dpt, so D-O-C Logan dot dpt that is kind of my page more for on the physical therapy side of helping people with cash pt and marketing and confidence and leadership um mindset things like that so um that's probably the best place to get a hold of me um in this realm but um i do have another page at logan in motion and that's kind of more of my mindset business coaching so depending on the audience that's listening then you can kind of go find me on either of those but instagram is probably the best way to just send me a message and get in touch with me that way and then we can go from there what piece of advice would you have for the SVTs listening in today? If you're not open-minded, you can't receive knowledge. Like that's just point blank period. And it's going to happen again. Like our generation's going to have one. We're going to be the, the older PTs in a clinic kind of used to a one-way type of avenue. And the new generation is going to be like, yeah, we're going to do this. And we're like, no, what are you guys doing? You know, get, get out of here. Get, get out of here right and so it just it just happens with every generation and I like I said I'm super super thankful that we have mentors that understand right because I could definitely say that there are times when other fields are they're doing it on their own so the fact that we have the generation prior to help us with that is really great absolutely I'm really excited for what's to come and I love all the advice that you've given to people who are kind of in that in between, you know, just to be open-minded and like open your eyes to what's happening around you because whether you know it or not, things are changing. And if you want to hop on, now is the time. You don't have to wait till you're a student in PT school. You don't have to wait till you're whatever thing yeah. you're trying to wait for. <laughs> you don't need to do that. That's the big part of today. Yeah, I guys. definitely thought that I, because I wanted to really push for it. And I kept having this little voice of like, you're not a doctor, so be quiet. <laughs> like, no one's going to listen to you. You're not even in school yet. And I think living in your truth and knowing that you can have a lot of knowledge even before you start um, is something that I want pre-PTs to know and understand. Like, I can honestly say that I'm one of the few pre-PTs that can know how to treat a spinal cord injury. Does that make me better than anybody? No, but does that make you hungry for knowledge? Absolutely. So go get it. 
you know, seek that knowledge, know that understanding and, and know that you can make a huge difference in the field before you even start. So where can people find you? How can they reach out to you if they want to chat with you more? Um, I'm always on Instagram. <laughs> so Instagram would be the per, um, first platform, Miyasha, Miyasha Malika. And Facebook, Miyasha Abrams. Um, I'll be on there too. What advice would you give to PT students right now? So I ran two companies. I ran my contracting company while I was building my coaching company. So if you don't have a contract company, let's call your job, your investor for your business, right? So you go, <laughs> go to work so that you have money to pay your bills. And in the beginning, it's okay to reinvest 90% back into your company, maybe put 10% to the side, but that just is the nature of the beast. In the beginning, you're going to have to reinvest that money. You need enough momentum to, to achieve liftoff in terms of your business. So I personally don't worry about it or wouldn't worry about making a lot of money in the beginning and paying yourself and all of that. Like, of course, take the 10% and pay yourself that part, but really in the beginning, be focused on giving your business enough resources and support so that you can achieve liftoff. The way that I've been thinking about it lately is development of a baby, right? If your business is your baby, think about this. Even if you're not at a place in school where you've done pediatrics yet, Everybody knows in the beginning, a baby can't do jack for itself, can't even hold its head up, can't lift its own head up for about two or three months, can't do it. You have to carry baby around all the time. You have to feed baby all the time. You, like the baby can't even walk. So why is it that we expect for us to hang our shingle on a building or a virtual shingle, AKA website, and expect for the baby to walk around and it just can't do all of that. You have to carry the baby, feed the baby, change the baby, do all the things for the baby in the beginning. It cannot give you anything. And then after 18 years, if it goes to the NBA, cause its name is LeBron James, then it can buy you a house. I, I love analogies because they make sense to me. It's like, yeah. oh, but that's why it takes a while. Okay. I'm not saying your business is going to take 18 years, but just like, let's calm down a little bit about stressing the baby out about <clears throat> paying for us and getting us out of our job. And for the people listening, the students listening that we gave them, you mean you gave tons of advice. It was awesome. If you had to pick one big, like most important piece of advice for SPTs right now, like current SPTs, what would you tell them? Be proactive in your life and career. And that is to say, drive the bus. Don't sit there and be at the mercy of the professors and the, the parents and the whomever. Like, decide what you want and get after it. And I have to add a second because this goes with it to keep, be a lifelong learner. I think so many people get so excited about like the textbooks are long, the chapters are long. I'm tired of all of it. I don't want to read another thing when I get out of school. And so other than 
the continuing education stuff that we do. The problem with that is it's like overdevelopment of a muscle. You've overdeveloped your professional development muscle, but you've not paid any attention to or have an underdeveloped personal development muscle. So what are you doing in the personal development realm? If you can't stand looking at a book anymore after you get out of PT school, consider listening to or reading a personal development book because those skills that are non-clinical skills that you tend that you will have to teach yourself because you're not getting them in school and you're not going to get them on the job. Those are going to help you get further than you could ever get on your own. So be proactive in your life and career and make sure you give some time and attention to your personal development. For the students who want to reach out to you, where can they reach out to you? Well, you can find me at TavanaDenise.com and I'm on all of the, well, sort of on all of the platforms at Tavana Denise, mostly on Facebook or Instagram. Nice. Again, thank you so much, Tavana. It was great chatting with you. Thank you. Thank you for having me. What piece of advice would you have for the SVTs listening in today? I would say I, I would not let the idea of not knowing limit you from pursuing something that you might be passionate about. Um, I feel like sometimes we can get almost like in a bubble or maybe insecure even if we don't know how to do something or if we're just inexperienced about it, whether it's your first clinical rotation, whether it's a new class or new subject that you might be unfamiliar with, I wouldn't let that unfamiliarity or that uncomfortable feeling stop you from pursuing your actual passion and your dream, because I feel like there are so many avenues for you to learn and to grow through, whether it's YouTube, podcasts, or just you know, seeking out a mentor, emailing people from different clinics or people around your area that could be, I just wouldn't let the insecurity stop you from doing what you really desire because I know it might seem like I would never be able to be a YouTuber or to start my own podcast or to create a clinic by myself, you know, but I wouldn't let that fear stop you from pursuing your actual dreams would be my advice. Great advice. Many students need to hear that right now because they have a little bit of extra time on their hands. You don't have to be driving to class. You don't have to be sitting there waiting for class to start. And um, yeah, you guys have a little bit of extra free time. Go for it. Go for whatever it is you want to do. Don't let this hold you back. And don't just sit around and wait for COVID-19 to be over because it's just so, it's such a reactive stance to take. And if you guys could be proactive with your dreams, like you would be shocked where that takes you. Um, so great advice. And second thing now, where can they get in touch with you if they want to hear more about what you're up to and PTA school and business and all of those things? Yeah, I would say the best place to find me is, um, on YouTube. I post videos every Saturday and you can search my name, Antonio Sanson. I don't actually know what the, oh, the channel is. I think just my name. Yeah. Antonio. So you can just search for me there. That's basically where I post all my videos and content things that I'm doing. Um, so if you want to follow along or join me on the journey, then yeah, absolutely. What piece of advice would you have for the SVTs listening in today? What advice would you give to PT students right now? Uh, network, 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 network. Like your label as a student opens so many doors 
uh, because what what people want to do, especially that I've noticed, healthcare providers, it's an educating it's an educating profession. Like I know we say, oh, we're movement experts, we're movement professionals, we're more educators than anything. I would say we have the capacity to be educators more than anything, and I would say because of that, because it's kind of a trait that a lot you can use that as a student. Oh, I'm a student, and I'm trying to learn about this, and most are going to be receptive to that. Because you're not competition, and if anything, you're possible opportunity to to be hired. So you've, you're seen more of an asset than a threat. And and the last thing they want is the profession to have more liabilities. Uh, and so that's just kind of how they're perceiving you. So I think leveraging that, I wish I would have leveraged that harder. But social media was like kind of a thing, but not really a thing. Um, like I think when I joined that doctor physical therapy students group, I mean, I think there were there were less than 10,000 people in it. Like it was small. What is it now? 40, 50, 60, 70,000 people. Like whatever, 100 million. I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is. All I know is it's a lot. Um, but I would, I would network. And I would say from a financial aspect, since that's what a lot of people are like probably tuning into and didn't hear a lot about, which is fine, is like, is track your money. I, I would find an app. I would download a budgeting app. I would open up an Excel spreadsheet. I would create your own template. I would use a template that's on there. Hell, if you like writing things down because you like the feeling of pen on paper, write it down. But understand your behaviors. That's one of the things you're going to be asking your patients for is, well, tell me about this. What's your history with your shoulder? What's your history with painful squatting? What's your history with these types of things? And maybe you don't ask it so directly because you're going to be a better skilled question, questioner or interrogator then. But like you can't improve somebody's behavior in the clinic or improve somebody's ecosystem until you understand it. Similarly with your money, if you don't understand your baseline behaviors and you show up to talk to somebody like me or the many others who are out there, the thousands of other people, and you have no clue what your habits are like, how are we supposed to fix or help um, in those types of ways? And I would say, try to figure out a way to, to borrow as little money as possible. Like, and if you've got, some people like to make it a game um, because you can always go and borrow more money. That's what I would say. Network understand your behaviors, track what your money is doing. I'm not telling you live on nothing, but I'm saying know what you do and what your tendencies are and do your best to not accrue excess credit card debt because you just don't have a way to pay it off quickly. But also don't be afraid to use a credit card if you need it. And if people don't have credit cards open, open a damn credit card. Like you need credit history, like start using it, pay for your groceries, pay them off, do those types of things. You're an adult. Adults need credit. Go get yourself some credit. Yeah, those I'd probably say is maybe some of the final thoughts. Those are some good pieces of advice. And I want to ask one more question about, I like the analogy you had about like people coming in to uh, kind of get themselves fixed, right? And if people don't know their own spending habits, how are you supposed to fix them essentially? What kind of questions do you ask to find out what somebody is struggling with like in their spending habits? Yeah, well, sometimes it's just ask them, like, how do you feel month to month? Do you feel strapped? Do you feel kind of what are your behavior? How do you feel about money and specifically your situations about money? The situations around money, that's kind of what I ask. Uh, wh where do you think, how do you think you are with money? And just let people talk. I usually ask very short, simple questions and then just let people talk. And, you know, you ask them, do you have experience with budgeting? Sometimes I ask that. Do you feel you're a spender? Do you feel you're a saver? Sometimes if somebody doesn't know how or where to talk, uh, maybe I have to like poke and prod a little bit, but a lot of times people are showing up 
they've looked at it and that's why they're seeking help is because they're like, oh, there's a problem here. Where can people find you? So we know we're going to have people reach out to you after this and where would be the best place to contact you? I would say financialphysio.com if you want to set up and chat uh, or just follow me on that Instagram handle. Those are probably the easiest ways. There's this concept for those of y'all who are sports fans. There's this concept in football where like a lot of wide receivers in practice will catch a ball then drop it. Right? While they're doing they'll just catch and drop, catch and drop, catch and drop. It's fine in practice, but guess what happens in the game? When the ball's thrown to them, they catch it, but then they drop it. What does that do? Now it's not a complete pass. And then they start asking, wait, what's going on? Why can't why can't I put the ball in my hands? That's what's happening to a lot of us, right? We're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not playing the way we practice. We're not practicing the way we meant to play. And for those of y'all who are starting PT school and you're making that transition, it's a big transition. But guess what? It's time to show up. That's really, that's the honest truth. It's time to show up. It's time to put yourself. And it's like, at the end of the day, Right at the end of the day, I'll just wrap it. I'll, at the end of the day, you have to understand that, as Eric Thomas says, because I'm a big ET fan, execution is worshipped. When you're gonna get into the PT profession, you're not gonna get paid for how hard you worked. Right? Nobody's just gonna come in and say, "Oh yeah, you definitely deserve a raise because <laughs> because you you did 70 hours this week." Nobody cares. If I'm being real, you're gonna get paid because of what you accomplished. Did you build enough units? Did you see enough patients? Did you have enough evals? In school, you don't get graded for how hard you studied. You get graded for what answers you got correct. In life, we do not get rewarded for how hard we tried. We only get rewarded for what we accomplished. Now that's not to negate that you should not try hard. You should, right? Because winners win. At the end of the day, winners win. And everybody listening to this podcast is in fact a winner. That's how I know it, right? Everybody listening to this podcast is a winner. So how are you as a listener and an SPT and a future DPT putting yourself aside, not even against other people, but against who you used to be? How are you challenging who you used to be? Because going into this new decade, 2020 and on, going, how are you going to challenge what kind of student you are? How are you going to challenge what you've been doing this year versus what you're going to do starting in the January term. It's a matter of those small, tiny changes that we have to make. You deserve to have the option to choose whether or not you're going to spend this evening stuck in the books and you're reading neuro till the sun comes up. You deserve to have that option, but you're not ready to get there yet because you're not ready to do what it takes. And it doesn't take a lot. It only takes a few minor changes. And that's where a lot of us struggle. That's where I struggled most of my life, right? I spent this year, like January, I was like, I'm going to go vegan because I realized like I eat a lot of meat and I'm like addicted to Chinese food and I eat unhealthy portions of food. So I said, I'm just going to go. Such a drastic change. But you know what actually did the biggest health change for me? It was the fact that I disciplined myself to doing 20 minutes of a workout every single day for six weeks. That's what made the difference. Just 20 minutes a day. That, that's what it took. And then because I did the 20 minutes a day, guess what? Then I actually started getting out to do cardio. Then I started doing five miles a day. 
And then in the middle of the summer, one day I went to do my five miler and I said, you know, I'm going to try a half marathon today. Craziest thing. I'm going to try a half marathon today. I'm just going to go for it. I had shit. My machines were like, hey, man. But that could not have happened unless I made those 20 minute a day workouts happen. It's all going to come down to the differences we make. And as a person listening to this podcast, when you look to graduation day, when you look to like five years into the profession, the only way you're going to get to the image you have and the vision you have of yourself is making those small incremental changes now. Because remember, time only shines a light on the things we ignored. That's it. So don't ignore them. Because you know, you know what the crazy part is? I, I'm going on a 10. You know what the crazy part is? A lot of us are aware of what we need to change. We know what we need to change. We just won't do it because it's too hard. Oh, no, my bad. It requires more of ourselves to be more disciplined than we have in us. But maybe if you just started just meditating for like one, not even five minutes, man. I'm not going to, just like 60 seconds of just complete silence and master that. Master 60 seconds of complete silence with no thing for the next month. That's 31 minutes of your month. You will have what it takes. That's it. Come on, let's get it. I'm sorry for just preaching and like that, but I just, I get fired up. I just, it's my passion to help a lot of SBTs, but just even having the honor to come on here and just share this means a lot just because I know there are people that need to hear this and they need to take that next step, but all it's going to take is for them to hear just one thing that resonates with them. We've said this already, but you are a pre-PT. Like people put such limits on themselves. I think us bringing people like you on is what will change people's perceptions of their opportunity and their possibilities and their limitations because they have no excuse when they see a pre-PT doing more than they've done in their entire careers. Wow. Can I say this though? I don't want anybody to hear that and think it's like a special case. Right. That should be normal because anybody's capable. I, I didn't, I didn't come out like with some like financial guru genius in my mind or I didn't like have some secret sauce. No, anybody can do it. Literally anybody can do it. It's never too late. I'm 26. I'm a pre-PT and I'm 26. Right? It's never too late. And you can take control. You just have to give yourself permission. Yeah. So where can people find you? Because you know they're going to reach out and they want to hear more about your story. And yeah, what's the best place? You can Instagram me, the pride of Simba with underscores under each word. So the underscore pride underscore of underscore Simba. Or you can find me on Facebook. That's probably a lot easier. Find me on Facebook, Paula Chang, O-C-H-I-E-N-G. And send me a message on Messenger and let's talk. Because it's time. It's time. We're going into a new decade. You have to make the choice. What do you want? Thanks for listening to Gratitude, the grad school guide for student physical therapists. If you like our show and want to know more, check out our Instagram and Facebook page linked in the description.